Sir Matt, the Butt Knight. And I am Sir Ezra the Watchful. Welcome to Follow Up Friday. Uh, it's August 31st. Mm-hmm. And we are motivated. Yeah, guys, it's it's late. It is late. But uh, the hour is uh, getting dark out yeah. there. Um, Sir it, Ezra. It is dark. You know what? Hey, this is... You know, when people people always tell us like we really appreciate the, the work you guys do. Yeah. Sometimes we're just like, guys, we just we just record and it, right. it's, it's it's pretty chill. But uh, tonight is definitely a night where it's late. Sir Ezra had to stay over really late at work. Yeah. Yep. I was dealing with old, uh, uh, old Matty V. Old Matty V. You'll understand. Sometimes uh, as a teacher, you have uh, some some parents and some students who uh, you know just got yeah. things going on. Things going on, man. Things happening in the realm, and so. Uh, you know, I texted Sir Matt and I said, it's going to be a late night. And I said, <laughs> I said, that's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm burning my last vacation days at my job cause I have to. Yeah. So they said, you don't, you don't get, you don't get to, uh, keep take them with you. So yeah, I said, okay. You know, here's, so I was thinking, um, just this week, been, it's been a week, you know, mm-hmm. and guys after like last, was it last fall up Friday? Mm-hmm. I think I've just been so fired up. I, I can't explain it, you know, and I was listening to some YouTube videos, just getting pumped and just getting jacked. I saw, um, gosh, I saw, uh, Lord Hunter mm-hmm. bend the knee. I know on the, the on the Facebook page. Oh my God. It was so cool. I am like, so I, I, I lost it. <laughs> just, I mean, oh, wearing the shirt. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, gains popping out everywhere. Oh, I know. He's jacked. <laughs> Guys, I'll tell you, the motivation is hitting us hard. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like, be, I don't know, what, what was the word I was using earlier? Inner driven, right? Mm-hmm. Just this, you know, lots of stuff happening on the outside, yeah. you know, but uh, you just got to keep pressing. Hey, we, hey, we get ready. You know, I, I like, I like that uh, Lord Adam Parker posted in, in the group that, that Rocky montage, because during the, the main show last week, I don't know, when I was talking about Fireblood coming out, I was kind of doing my pound the table. Oh, kind of yeah. I just oh, happen yeah. sometimes. So it, yeah. I just get a little motivated. I just get yeah. going. Yeah. Sir Matt just he gets after it. So, yeah. and honestly, throughout the week here, there's been just notes. Like, I think what mm-hmm. was that we were talking about? The, the, one of the first topics, Glamours, came yeah, up. Yeah, Glamours. Just and stuff that I uncover during when I'm reading and just I pull up, pull up notes and I message Sir Ezra. And yeah. he's just like, dude, I never thought of that. Yeah, it's time to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. Got so. me fired up. So, anyways, I want you to be fired up. You know, and if you're, you're, I don't know if it's been a, a crummy week or a great week, whatever. You know, head into the weekend strong. Just, I, yeah, I don't know. You know, take no prisoners. Absolutely. So, so. all right, guys. Well, speaking hey of uh, Lord Adam Parker, he was the trivia winner this week. Who is the captain of the Cinnamon Wind? Kohar Mo. Yeah, he's the captain. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, solid. That was solid. I honestly, I mean, we we were reading about our. Uh, let's see, who was that? The ghost sent us a the raven. La- these last two weeks, I have come up with a trivia question. Yeah, because some the Gmail ravens I don't look at. Yeah, and last week's trivia question was like talked about it, and I was like, wow, that's really that's interesting. Great. Right, and yeah. then this week, yeah. We'll get to trivia. Uh, yeah, we'll get but there. there. But yep. the same thing. Somebody, and so it's just. Was yeah. talking about it, yeah. Yeah, so it's just interesting, yeah. So, uh, hey, guys, something else we want to talk about. So, um, we had briefly mentioned, hey, we're thinking about doing a rewatch 
of the episodes and that we would, um, you know, like that would maybe post them on YouTube or something. So as Sir Ezra and I spent like two hours on the phone, which is pretty much what we do every night. We yeah. just spend about two hours on the phone talking about <laughs> the show and what we want to do. I was driving around just for hours talking And to you. some people messaged us, uh, Maddie V on Instagram, yeah. uh, Laura and Parker. And uh, we were, he's like, oh, this, this rewatch would be cool. And we, I kind of just threw it to them just because I was like, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So um, we're still, we're not, ready to record them yet uh that's something we want to wait um because mm-hmm. we want them to kind of come out leading up to the show we don't know exactly when the show will be if i had to take a guess may seems mm-hmm. is kind of what it yeah. seems like early 2019 yeah. Yeah. so um what we want to do is we're thinking about opening it up to you guys to yeah. call in and Let's do go. these reviews with us there's 67 episodes yep so we're like, well, we'll need 67 people or, you know, obviously if people want to recycle multiple. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we're going to have to have like kind of set days when we record and like time slots. If you right. can't make it or if you sign up and you can't make it or something, yeah, that's no fine. Yeah. There's plenty of seasons. I don't I doubt we're going to have 67 people sign, right. up, sign yeah. up to do them. Yeah. Um, so that's totally fine. There's probably going to be many opportunities. If we do record them, it's probably going to be a couple months later. When they air, we're thinking about maybe doing the original idea was one episode. We're going to do like an episode, like a day. We would release it days leading up to right. the show. Um, and then we were like, well, if we do it on YouTube, these like kind of we're also thinking maybe like 15 to 20 minutes an yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then we think we thought maybe what we would do is we would then combine them all into podcasts mm-hmm. and release them like once a month or mm-hmm. however. So we're still totally structuring how we want to do it, what we're thinking. We just want to let you guys know we're thinking about it. And um, if you want to sign up, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll get that going at some point soon. We still have the drinking game to think, talk about and right. get all these. Th- and I'm moving next week. So once I move, yeah. then we yeah. can kind of restructure right. a lot of stuff. Everything's still kind of moving parts here. Let me just, you know what, Sir Matt, let me just say something. Yeah, go, go ahead and say let something. Let me just say something. Because... Some podcasts out there like to, you know, it's it's sort of, uh, you know, yeah, we'll, we'll, you, you can you can submit, you you can do Google Hangouts, different things like mm-hmm. that. We got ideas for that; those are coming, etc. But how about this? You know, the content is so good. You guys have such good discussions in the group with us, the Ravens, etc. You know, we've had people interested in possibly Absolutely. doing this. They're like, look, if you want to hit us up on a Saturday and you want to do fifteen to twenty minutes, you know, um, Sir Ezra over here. We'll yep. edit that bad boy. We're gonna do a, like a like a compilation. Absolutely. Put season one together, parts one, part two, mm-hmm. and that bad boy goes on the podcast. Yeah, right here, what you're listening to. Absolutely. And probably would be like on a Saturday, and we were thinking like a couple, however many months it would be. Right. You know, possibly yeah. six, seven. I think we we kind of worked that yeah. November, October might be the time to hit that mm-hmm. right up to May. So I'm just telling you, yeah. you know. We don't mess around. Absolutely. And we're all, and the thing is, Cereza and I, we're always thinking about stuff and we're always brainstorming. And so, you know, at first we were like, well, we don't want to post it on the podcast because we don't want to clutter up the feed. And then, you know, people are getting like all these downloads. Yeah, like these, 67, like 20, you know, weird. Like, yeah, yeah with all these weird downloads. And then we're like, well, okay, so let's put them on YouTube. Individual right. episodes would be cool. But then we're like, yeah, maybe not a lot of people want to go to YouTube. So we said, well, let's combine them. Yep, and then we were like, well, maybe that'll be like a four-hour podcast. So then we said we'll split it into parts, like part parts. one, part two, is, and we'll probably release them on the same day. Yep, kind of a and thing. like a Saturday. So we're just you know. we're always uh, things are always in like sometimes we just share our thought processes. Well, I, and so and you guys help us. So yeah, and Sir Matt was just like, like it was like last week or something or earlier this week, and he just he just was just he was just right here in this room, and he just said, 
as what if we just combine? I know, I know, the, I know. That the next thing you know, everyone's like, "Oh, I want to do it." Yeah. So, yeah. so, anyways, it's, if you're interested, let us know. We might put a poll out in the group. You know, if people are super interested in that, and then we'll definitely get that going. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to do it regardless. Yeah. You know, so I think I think Sir Matt and I are going to do it. So if you would like to be part of that, if you're a member of our Patreon community, you also you get first dibs. Yeah, you obviously, yeah, you guys obviously patrons get first we, dibs. We release a schedule. You mm-hmm. sign up for a time slot, and you know. Um, if you can't make it, cool. We'll just hit us up. We'll, you know, we can move times around or we can kind of like, you know, play. Yeah. We're thinking like a and Saturday. These, and yeah. And these are going to, like, we're not going to be recording these, you know, for a couple months, probably. Um, we're probably gonna do like, yeah. a, we're going to pick a couple weekends and then record right. them and then right. they may not air for a while. So, right. Right. you know, um, just keep that, just keep that in mind. Um, and again, yeah. this could all change cause we're totally just that we're in, this is a brainstorming phase. Yeah, <laughs> like, but I mean, I think we got a good idea here. Yeah, so, so, and we want to do it with you guys. So, and uh, we've already had we, like just in message people kind of reached out to us and we're like, hey, would you guys, would you guys ever be consider having people on? And immediately, yeah. once I kind of once I kind of said that to some other people, they were like, oh my god, I would absolutely love to do it. So, yeah, yeah, it'd be yeah, cool. So. I mean, it's just it'd be great to talk to you guys, you know, uh, on the podcast about yeah, the show. Get your guys thoughts because so. we have so many people that are involved in the community and well, also the show's easy. I mean, I, I, I yeah. not not to I'm not putting the show down. It's like. You can you can just watch that Absolutely. Saturday morning. You know, you, your time slot's going to be like what two o'clock Eastern Something. Standard Time, yep. whatever it may be. Hop on there with Sir Matt and I. Yeah, we're going to do uh, Discord. So yeah. and then he's kind of no Discord. Just chat it up before, we, before we the, yeah. yeah before we do that. It's really simple. So yeah, so yeah, it could be a little confusing at first, but I, I mean, mean you can just yeah. YouTube it and figure it out. Doesn't matter. You know, you know, yep. So wherever, you know, all around the world, everyone's absolutely welcome. yeah. So. so okay, moving on. All right, here. So um. Here we go. Uh, we want to talk about. Um, oh, we have a we have a name for somebody here. We kind of have this is a this is an origin story and someone who's been in the community and uh, they've kind of come up with their their, oh, we- yeah. their Westerosi name. Uh-huh. Here, so yeah, and uh, Alexander Zoeberg, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So and just like that, I'm all caught up on your old podcast. You've earned my allegiance, my dudes. However, it is time that I reveal my identity. My father was a skin changer from north of the wall. Uh, It was thought that all of his sons died being weak and sickly, and I was one of them. Before my imminent and rapidly approaching death around the age of three, I warred my essence into another, stronger, wildling boy, and was free to live on as I watched my former body collapse. Like my father, I took the name Veramir after being referred to as Chump before I uh, was reborn in my new, stronger body. Over the course of my early life, I developed my skin-changing abilities with the help of an odd old man with one eye. In exchange for uh, fresh crows from the wall to feed on though his root, uh, through his roots and soil, he also taught me a few other parlor tricks. Wow. In my current possession, I control a snark, a grumpkin, and an ice spider, and I ride my enemies down on massive aurochs. He is slow but sturdy. His name is Sir Maester. With my companions, I have no need for weapons, as we are a small army of sorts. In the fashion of my father, my name is currently Veramir Foreskins, but I have room to grow. (laughs) Though I am of the free folk, I am not so stern and ignorant as many of my brethren, so I dream of venturing south of the wall one day to live as you do. It is cold up here, and winter is upon us. Rumors are that there is a passage in the wall near Eastwatch, so maybe one day I will stake my claim in the Seven Kingdoms as a hedge knight, which I believe is the southern term, and perhaps earn enough coin to contribute to my future liege lords, hoping one day to truly bend the knee, Veramir Foreskins. 
Oh, and also for the record, in, in my head, you guys have already passed Order of the Green Hand and become my favorite source of info on a, a Song of Ice and Fire. Wow. I mean, Veramir Foreskins. Welcome. Hey, yeah, we got Veramir Foreskins. Uh, yeah. You read, you know, you read the Duncan Egg series. You got Lucas Longinch. Right. So, you know, I'm just saying. Really yeah. fitting in with the He's community. a skin changer. He, he may have four skins. Right. You know? He's, he's working so, up. He's yeah. working up. <laughs> so, so it's it's fantastic, dude. Honestly, this uh, this Raven really. Yeah, uh, we lost it last night. We lost it last night re- reading it uh, just in in, prep- in preparation for the yeah. show. So yeah. So uh, and, yeah. Uh, Spe- huge. And speaking of Order of the Green Hand, yeah. You know, um, I saw something interesting this week on. Uh, so do you uh, for you guys? Maybe you. I, I don't really know. Oh, yeah. I don't really know. Him, I don't really know the guy on on YouTube. His name's Logan Paul. He kind of. I don't know what exactly he does, but I know that he kind of gained some fame when he went to Japan. And there's this, there's this uh, forest in Japan. It's kind of famous where people go and commit right. suicide. Right. It's Japanese culture is totally sure. its own thing, and that that whatever. And that's like tragic. But this guy went and filmed it, and like was all over like the actual news. Sure. So anyway, so that's the only reason I knew the name. And I guess he just like fought in a boxing match, like some other YouTuber, and I think it was on like Twitch and all, all, all that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. And so yeah. I guess that. Oh, so if that's a thing that's happening now, I guess it is would only be appropriate that I throw my gauntlet down Jeez. and uh, say, yeah, I think we should have a trial <laughs> by combat amongst the uh, Game of Thrones, Song of Ice and Fire community. It's only fair, right? Right. That, yeah. Why can't right. Why can't I get a piece of that pie? A tournament wow. for champions. You know? <laughs> yeah, I, I I hear you. So I'm just gonna I, go ahead and say it. Sure. Open challenge. Wow. Okay. A trial, a joust, a a trial by combat. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, to order the green hand, or I mean, maybe wow. history of Westeros. Wow. You know, calling them out. I'm just saying. I feel like it would be good. It's for the benefit of the it's realm. The, it's for the realm. Yeah, actually, in the chapter we're reading this week for the main show, uh, the Eddard chapter, where they're talking about the hands tourney and they're talking about all the problems it's cause, causing. Is it? It's either Renly or Baelish that says, uh, "But tourneys are good for the realm." Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So right, I'm just right. saying, you know, you know. No, it's a good point. Now hold on, now. Did, Talking did, Thrones. I mean, some other, some other, some other people in the, in the community. Yeah, but didn't something happen? Didn't Order the Green Hand say something that set you yeah, on edge? They, okay. I don't really want to bash them. They actually, no, no, they, no, they no, actually no. really, they, they have a really good channel. And I know sometimes it makes, seems like we're making jabs. And we're, we're just totally joking. Around. We Dude, don't know. We don't know them. I the doubt they have any idea who no, we are. No, but, <laughs> but it's the name of the podcast, it right? Is, so it, it is, they it have is, to bend the it name. is just the name of the podcast. The only reason we ever even joked about them was one day we did it. We did an episode then they did like an episode immediately. Like the next it, day, the next day it was like what we were talking about. Actually, so it was a couple days. So right. I was like, are you kidding? me? I know we were just, we're, we're, we're joking. We have honestly no beef with them. I, we don't, I doubt they have any idea who we are. Like, yeah, they're they're cool, but yeah, uh, yeah. they. I'm just saying. Sometimes they say things, though. You know, yeah. here's the thing. Uh, uh, I, I, Gus would would uh, you know if yeah. right as much as I get sort of you know people are keeping an eye on what old Sir Ezra's you know saying over here. I mean, they they claim it as fact. Over they do, there. yeah. I mean, they're making some bold statements. They, yeah, so, there's like, there there's something I saw the other day where they were saying that um, that the kindly man had the same face as Blood Raven. Mm-hmm. I was confused by that, which actually will bring us to something I wanted to talk about. So yeah, cool. Yeah, I was just, I was, there, just yeah. kind of, I was just kind of confused about that. But anyway, I'm just saying, open challenge to I don't know to whoever, to whoever. I'm it's confident. Good. I'm confident. In it's attorney in my skills. Let's have attorney. Let's have. And like let's you have, said, yeah. they bring the realm together. It's, yeah. it's it's for the good of the realm. You yeah. just kind of now. You know, I mean, you know, I mean, 
I'm just thinking about other people. You know, I mean, with maybe the exception of Half Thor Bjorkson, who is the mountain in, right. you know, who was an actual like strongman competitor. Right. Yeah, I'll have attorney against anybody <laughs> other than him. Okay. Right, right, I mean, right. I'm out. Right. I want, there's a video of him kind of joking around with Conor McGregor. And, oh, uh, and I mean, he's, there's nothing he can do. Yeah. So, no. Yeah. yeah. So, with the exception of him. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So, my no- kind of notes for the week. I'm always taking notes. And uh, something that kind of threw me off Arya in the House of the uh, Black and White, not the right. House of Undying. Um, she's talking to the kindly man about the the face changing, and she's talking about, well, I saw Jack and Hagar do this thing, and he referred to it as a glamour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that just threw me off because I just that's just not what I not what I expected. And right. so I was just kind of looking up some stuff from um, the glamour. So uh, so here's something. Um, that they, they have a, a conversation later. Um, so let me see here. In A Feast for Crows, the kindly man says, Jacken used magic. All sorcery comes at, at, at a cost, a child. Years of prayer and sacrifice and study are required to work a proper glamour. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, then Maester Eamon to Sam, we all deceive our, to Sam, we all deceive ourselves. We want, uh, when what we want to believe. Melisandre, most of all, I think the sword is wrong. She has to know that. Light without heat and empty glamour. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the sword is wrong. Right. In A Dance with Dragons, Melisandre describes the nature of the glamour she used. This spell is made of shadow and suggestion. Men see what they expect to see. The bones are part of that. Was I wrong to spare this one? If the glamour fails, they will kill you. That's when um, mm-hmm. Mance Raider is, mm-hmm. is is being portrayed as a rattleshirt. And he th- he's like, I don't want the, the bones. And she's like, no, you need that armor. Yeah, she right. later is talking to Jon Snow. The strongest glamours are built of such things: a dead man's boots, a hank of hair, a bag of finger bones, um, with whispered words and prayer. A man's shadow can be drawn forth um, from such and craped around another like a cloak. The wearer's essence does not change; only his seeming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, lastly, here, when Arya first changes her face, it is described as something beyond a simple glamour. Mummers change their faces with artifice, the kindly man was saying, and sorcerers use glamours, weaving light and shadow and desire to make illusions that trick the eye. These arts you shall learn, but what we do here goes deeper. Wise men can see through artifice, and glamours dissolve beyond sharp eyes, but the face you are about to don will be as true and as solid as the face you were born with. Keep your eyes closed. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Now here's something interesting. Okay. In the Mystery Night, yep. the, third, Go ahead. the third Duncan Egg book, it mm-hmm. is pretty much. I mean, you can just read it and and understand that Blood Raven is pretty much using a glamour to be Maynard Plum. Yep. Um, Sir Maynard Plum. Sir Maynard, Sir Maynard Plum. And this is the actually the only essence where I can think of a like a diff like the the Melisandre type of glamour. Yeah. Um, where you can see through it, right? When when Dunk uh, kills, I can't remember his name. Uh, was it Peak? Yeah, Gor- yeah, Gorman Peak. He Gorman like, Peak he's like yeah. he's fighting. He tosses him down this well. Right, right. The whole thing. He sees someone come in, and he sees. He looks at. There's. It's kind of dark, and there's this shadow, and he says, um, he sees one red eye, and then mm-hmm. as it steps forward, it's Maynard Plum. <laughs> now it could just be Blood Raven changing into it at the time, but it also could be. Maybe Dunk is seeing th- or is seeing through the glamour. Sure, yeah, because that's the only other en- essence, uh, 
the only other time I can think of that someone where he says there sees through a glamour. Uh, yeah, and because it's not really portrayed. <clears throat> we, the only time we really know someone using a glamour in the show or in the book is Rattleshirt, Mance Raider. But, but you know, Melisandre is kind of saying to um, to Mance later on that for this to have its full effect, you know, you need right. to wear the bones, right? You kind of have to it. You need something else there, and I think when you look at what um, what they're doing with, with the with the faceless man uh, or men is that. Uh, they're kind of saying that like you have to totally become that person, right? Yeah. You were talking about how it's different. Yeah, it's 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 more. Well, it's 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 almost like it's uh, it's such a good glamour. Mm-hmm. It's like another level. It's right. like if you were to like level out the glamours, like they fully take on mm-hmm. not just a new face, mm-hmm. but like its characteristic. You know, its right. characteristics like you know. Well, yeah. Well, th- sound well, th- of voice. What, well, know. this led me into a different. Um, thing we have been talking these past couple weeks about kind of maybe the difference between the gods yeah there was something i'd uh read or as a raven about kind of the difference between say the old gods right mm-hmm. and and the new with um with melisandra the sacrifices she makes to relore are these quick death sacrifices right they're like quick blood kind of they're, they're quicker type, right. type of things whereas it seems like with blood raven in the cave he is allowing himself to kind of be consumed long term by this tree. Right. And so it's just, it's interesting. It's interesting to me. Like, well, the house of black and white, you know, has a weirwood door Uh and it's, you have to pray and work at this. Like they say that some men come there to pray. They pray over a year before, before they give themselves. And so I just, I just, I just found it interesting. One other thing I found interesting that may not have nothing to do at all, but I just thought it was funny there's this part where it's at the beginning of a feast for crows when Arya is first there. She's talking to the kindly man. Yeah. Um, he hands her a piece of white meat that she, he sees her kind of, whoa, back off. And he's like, right. relax. It's pork. I just thought it was funny yeah. because the whole like Jojen paste theory right. that Bran is given this pace. And a lot of people think it is actually Jojen Reed. He's eating and, right, uh, right. and, and it's just at this house of, the house of black and white, you know, they're like carving people up and stuff like that. And so it totally could people not are be coming there to receive the, the it, gift. He, right. It of could death. totally, yeah, it could totally yeah. not be pork. Right. He says it, but it could totally, and so I just found all those kind of similarities and things. Um, interesting. Yeah, they are. Absolutely. And you know, one thing that you said that kind of blew my mind there for a sec is that you look at how those sacrifices, as you said, are, are, are very, you know, quick and um the, the ones that are done by melisandre right fire consumes fast mm-hmm. right burns but that you know cold preserves and like yeah or if it were to whatever damage kill something it takes a long time yeah doesn't it you know to die of to to be to freeze to death yeah takes a lot longer than it does to burn to death yeah you know and so that is an interesting uh well and, and then we sarazar and i were talking about this last night kind okay, of and yeah. i was just sometimes we're just brainstorming. We're not. We're not. We're not in no way, shape, or form declaring things as fact. This was just something right. we were talking about last night. We're like, we have to talk about this in the show. Um, I was talking about how the doom of Valyria, right? If you think of a fire that was like immediate, it was like it's just like, it's kind of like a Pompeii type thing. It just right. explosions, and the next thing you know, it's done. Right. And then we were talking about well, you know, it's interesting that it's like the long night, right? It's this very long mm-hmm. winter, mm-hmm. and we're talking maybe like. Maybe the wild or the children of the forest, when they created the White Walkers, they knew like this is not 
going to be an immediate thing. It's going to take time to build mm-hmm. this army, like this whole, you know, right. this whole thing. And it's that idea winter is coming. Like it's not here. It's, yeah. There's a, like fire and blood and then winter is coming. Like mm-hmm. it's like fire and blood. It's happening right now. Right. As opposed to winter is coming this long, this You're long right. thing. And so, and no, we're not, I'm not, I'm not proclaiming anything. I'm just saying sometimes this is, this is, I, thought process. Yeah, it's a good it well, it's it's good to think about that type of thing because when you look back at the long night and then you try to make connections to what may be happening in the in the series now, you know, it does take some time. Yeah. This this it, I kind of feel like we're we're going to be surprised either by how quick things happen or how long it's going to drag out, mm-hmm. you know, or, or what have you. Um so when we look back at those histories, it's sort of like you know, the, the hero, mm-hmm. you know, as he's traveling with his companions and he loses his dog and his horse and so on, you know, he's traveling and traveling and traveling. Yeah. And old Dan do- doesn't finish that tale as to what happens when he finds the children. But, um, well, I mean, we kind of, you know, other sources kind of fill in and what have you. But it's just interesting that, uh, yeah, the, the time that he took on that journey, the long night is like there, that, that army of, of darkness is devouring mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. But uh, we think of it as, you know, it, it happening kind of all at once. And when we talk about it, it's, that's the way it's presented to us. Yeah. It's very short. And so yeah. So so here's so here's some other here's just some other other quotes here. This is Mance talking to Melisandre. The glamour. I I felt I felt it when I when I sleep, warm against my skin, even though the iron soft as a woman's kiss, your kiss. But sometimes in my dreams it starts to burn, and your lips turn into teeth. Every day I think how easy it would be to pry it out, and every day I don't. Must I wear the bloody bones as well? And then. Uh, go on to, to kind of what I see there. And then John asking her what it is, is what sorcery is this? Call it what you will. Glamour, seeming, illusion. Relore is the Lord of Light, John Snow, and it is given to his servants to weave with it as others weave with thread. Mm. Okay. As others. Uh-huh, <laughs> weave yeah. with the Anytime I see the word others, I'm all, now I'm You've been like, going nuts with Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. anyway, it's, I just thought, I, I just thought it was interesting. Um, Unfortunately, in the show, we know that Melisandre is glamoring herself, right? Yeah, and that was one that you know we, we were talking about. Can you see through a glamour? Yeah, and I'm almost wondering, like when they, when we see that in the show, is that something that we will see at some point where, in the book? Maybe, yeah. maybe the same type of thing. Right, yeah, right. I, I actually, I think if I had to take a guess, I will say that we that we would because in the, I think that if, with John getting resurrected, resurrected, you know, in the book. It's mm-hmm. probably going to be similar, whatever. But I feel like it would be the first. Do we have Melisandre chapters? I think uh, we do. Do we have a Melisandre POV? POV. I in a Dance of Dragons. I think we do. We can look it up real quick. Yeah, I'm not sure. She. I just. If we always, don't, if we don't, I she's think, always just. I feel like right. If she's we don't, in Johns. I think, I think she's in. Uh, if we don't, though, I think I think it would be a, Mel, a Melisandre POV. Okay. Yeah. Well, and he's always, you know, at some point or another, like he may shift over to. You know that that point of view. If he needs to, you know, that's, mm-hmm. you set these characters up. They've been in um, that. That's happened. You know what I mean? Where someone's come into somebody else's point of view, then a couple books, either a book later or something, a couple chapters, boom, they've got their own uh, point of view. So yes, we know. do. Yeah, there, do I, there, yeah, there is one Melisandre chapter. I thought that I thought that was correct. Yeah, in, in she, a dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, chapter thirty-one of a Dance of Dragons. Come. So anyway, I think it would be interesting. That'd be a way. That'd be totally be a way to do it. In. Uh, well, and, and we're, we're talking about glamours, and uh, we brought this up, I, I think, a couple weeks ago. We were talking about uh, Rhaegar and hid the possibility that he could be glamoured, you know, out there on the Trident. You know, all of those rubies that have been talked about, it just, you know, 
why rubies? Yeah. You know, we talk about the, the ruby that glows on Melisandre's neck, and then we've got this, you know, why use rubies? You know, why is that the, the jewel yeah. that's on Rhaegar's chest? Yeah, the, the Melisandre chapter, I just pulled it up, is actually where she's having that conversation with with. Rattle, with ma- air, with quote, air quotes, rattle, right? Yeah, and it's okay. where she looks into the fire and has the whole blood raven mm-hmm. vision, right? So, yeah, so, um, yeah. So, anyways, I don't know. In, in, in anything else there on that? I mean, uh, no. I just, I'm just kind of tossing it out to you guys. What do you guys think? Um, have, well, and you, something you guys might want to look at if you, if you get on Reddit and, and look into the Rhaegar Ruby theories, mm-hmm. people who have possibly found them, mm-hmm. you know, or rubies that have washed up on different aisles right how many were there all that type of stuff yeah i just pulled up a reddit thread and there's already there's you know this is years ago people have been talking about this kind of oh, stuff absolutely. but it's like uh, it's something that's neat once you find it in the book you're like whoa you yeah know, there it is you make that connection it's it's, it's pretty cool so um okay yeah mm-hmm. i think it's time let's move on here to our next uh yeah this one's submitted uh through instagram this uh she has sent us a, a couple message here Adrea, I believe, is is how you pronounce it. Anyway, good sirs, I have a few questions for you. Um, so we, I'll just read the whole thing and then we'll kind of go back. Um, will Liana Mormont be in season eight? Um, also, another question: Do you think Game of Thrones is building up to this whole Danny baby thing? Um, is a bit too much. Uh, obviously, there's going to be a baby, but what is going to happen to slash with it? Um, another question: Will the night or will the Night King demand it? Um, mm, how do you think the show will end? Uh, I continue to enjoy the show. Um, yeah, yeah, so. cool. All right. Well, um, Liana Mormont in season eight. Yeah, I do. In season eight. Yeah, yeah. Me too. I think. Uh, I think for sure. It might not be a, a you know huge thing. I actually think we might have saw some news on her. I think. Remember, we were we were trying to track her down for something. And yeah, we had, she we had, was we, busy. We, 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 uh, we sent her. We sent her an email because we were at one point we were like, "Hey, let's let's see if we could hit up." Because in some of our other projects, we've had success. Oh gosh, yeah, hitting we, hitting, we hitting people up and some like that. So yeah, some interviews of people, really and, awesome and, people. And so um, we were just like, "Yeah, we'll just we'll we'll give it a shot." And uh, so we sent her like publicist uh, thing, right? And I well, think they said she was filming. Yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah, sure they, they, yeah, yeah, they, they actually they responded and said, yeah, uh, "I was like, maybe uh, yeah, okay. she's just kind of busy cool. right, busy right now." Yeah, yeah, I will say this. It is actually interesting. Um, you never there's there's we just kind of look, look at that as there's no reason not to ask. So we've just kind of asked a lot of a lot of a lot of people right. just and right. So yeah, yeah, we're, we're but, working um, on working on some interviews with some some people. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so the next you know next question uh, that she had there: Do you think Game of Thrones is building up this whole Danny baby thing a bit too much? Um, maybe. Uh, I actually don't know how this right. is going to play out in the books and, and, and th- this is a great question this is a great opportunity for me to kind of go back to my old days when I used to tell Sir Matt that like how is how if, if what's happening in the show you know is gonna is if, if some of that is gonna happen in the books how can we get that done in two books you know it's always just blown me away yeah. but then I forget the, the more we have done the um, you know like like looking at where where Danny was um, you you brought this right. up. Like each chapter, we're like, okay, we're on Danny. Let's look at where Danny was last time. Yeah. When you do that, you can actually see boy, they traveled quite a distance. Well, and, and things have happened. So maybe he could right. fast forward through some of this. And, and and you can get get us a pregnancy and a birth by the end right. of right. And you and like something else we realize as I, as I do as I do the POV reads, um, which is interesting right now. I'm doing Aria. I've realized as we've said before, like that Eddard the Eddard chapter we read last week. Yeah, or the week before, because it was like Eddard, John, Eddard. Yep. 
you know, you get that's where you get Arya training yeah. for like for Syria, right? right so right. so you, some so when there's characters that are around each other, you get a lot of stuff in a, in a Dance of Dragons or not Dance of Dragons, a, a Storm of Swords. Yeah. A lot of the Tyrion stuff is also in like Jamie and Cersei's chapters you know what i mean so right so you get you get a lot of that kind of at the and and sansa you get a lot of that at the same time so right yeah okay. and the same thing with uh john and sam right i mean so many of their chapters you would, if you wanted to do a pov read you'd have to read john chapters too to see what's going on with sam. oh yeah absolutely yeah 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 for sure so. um but it, the, the whole the piece with the baby i think our our yeah, point exactly, there is that yeah. you you can get, i mean there's ways in which he can he can definitely do that. I've always just been sort of like, how fast is he going to move through some of this? Right. You know, um, you know, like, from chapter to chapter, from from point of view to point of view, how far our character is going to go? You know right. what I mean? Because what, what you have, the, all, you have what also, I call the Robert it, Jordan effect, mm-hmm. which is like, yeah, all of a sudden you have a character who just blows up in less than a year and is yeah. like a full grown man. And you're like, what happened? You know what I mean? Like, so I hope he just pushes us forward mm-hmm. as much as we can. So I want some time to pass. Yeah. So. So yeah, and the other thing is we don't know in the show that Danny is pregnant. We d- we know that Cersei is. I'm going to say air quotes pregnant. Some people think she's lying. Right. But we at least know Cersei is is pregnant, right? But um, so Danny, we don't know. We just we're all assuming that she's going to be pregnant. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I think I think that's I would say ninety percent what's the, the case. I think that just because as. As as she says here, they have been building up to it. So again, will the Night King demand like the baby? Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. There is the, the there's also the whole, um, little Sam, right? Gilly's, Gilly's baby. So there there is kind of this question about these babies and what what impact do they have? And I don't know. I've heard a lot of theories. I've I, to be completely honest, I'm sorry. I I, I just I don't know. Yeah, there, there's just a lot with that, and there there's I mean, uh, I I don't think. We're gonna see anything like that by the end of the show, do you? Well, I, yeah. is Danny gonna have like a, all of a sudden we're gonna have like a pregnancy and then like she births a she's gonna have a baby yeah. all in one season? I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, I guess you know season one. I mean, you look at like um, she kind of went into uh, did she didn't she go into early labor? Right. You know what I mean? Yep. So I don't know. Um, it's possible, yeah. but. I think it might be more revolving around what's happening with Cersei. What if three heads of the dragon is is the three of them. Yeah, okay. Yeah. The baby, yeah. Danny, and John. If those are three people, there's there's three heads of the dragon. Okay. That kind of mm-hmm. makes more sense than like all oh, the two dead children of Rhaegar and John is that third head. Then you would actually potentially have three people, mm-hmm. three Targaryens. You have then it's like, you know, you think of like an immediate family if they say you know, get married or whatever. Right. Um, then that's could be the three heads. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, good questions though. I mean, that's, that's and then how, just how do we how do we think the show will end? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, we talked about this before. I, I always go back and forth, you know, as as new information comes out. Um, right now, I'm I've been on this weird theory lately. I've been just talking to Sir Ezra about it, um, about Sansa and what her role is. And yeah, all, yeah, and all of this. Yeah. I will say, I do think it's interesting. I still think that Sansa, you could. Well, I was talking about this the other day. Um, what if John has to? What if the two people John has to kill once, like the the idea, like the Zora High prophecy, he stabs his sword in the heart of a lion, right, mm-hmm. and then yeah. he stabs it in the heart of one he loves. And I thought this was interesting because I was like, isn't Sansa technically still in the show? She does marry Ramsay Bolton, right? Right. Yeah. But she was still married to, and it wasn't annulled Tyrion. So theoretically, you could argue she is a lion, 
And then he would be <laughs> killing the one he loves, which would be Arya, because the, both of those are his, you know, air quote sisters, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so he doesn't he's he doesn't love Sansa as much as he loves Arya. So okay. what if he had to kill both of them? That would be an interesting way of becoming Lightbringer. Then you still have Daenerys alive. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, the, okay. I just have that's just what, people have thrown out theories for literally every possible thing at this point, And that's just what not one I've read. And I was just thinking about it. And I was like, I don't yeah. know. You know, well. I and it's always fun to talk about. Yeah, we, we were going to say, I think we we're going to say this from the main show, but I'm going to go ahead and say it now. The, 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 the short little one second clip that happened or whatever. Yeah. So, like, you just mentioned, like, Tyrion and Sansa yeah. and that whole, like, it hasn't been, like, I, I just saw comments on YouTube where she's looking yep. over his shoulder, like, does she see Tyrion? Tyrion. You know, yeah. her husband. Who does she see back yeah. there? Uh, you know, as, she, as, as John shows back up to uh, Winterfell. So, yeah. Uh, she's just look. I mean, she's, she's just, looking at the camera. She's looking it's at the just camera. But like, yeah, no, it, yeah. it's just like people are blowing. Like, what? what who's she it's looking at? You know? and it's, what yeah, is she it's seeing? Like, yeah. What are her eyes telling us? It's like I don't yeah. know. Guys. It's like it's John. It's John second. and Sansa hugging. Like it's like okay. Like it's not right. anything. It's like oh, he must have got off the boat. Like you know. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, so. Um, anyway, good Raven. Yep. 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 Um, okay. Well, it seems we have a uh, we have a voicemail here. Let me. Uh, oh yeah. Let me get this uh, queued up here. Yeah, and, uh, you know it's it's been a while since we played a you know Raven on the show, but it's it's always nice if you guys want to call in. Uh, the number is posted there on Facebook, and it's on our Patreon um, right at the top. So yeah, you know, definitely so. check it out. So okay. Hey, what's up, BTK podcast? Uh, Tis I, Sir Stephen of Miami, um, of the Vundacast podcast, and uh, also on Rayla. Um, I'm going through a lot of your guys' podcast stuff. Um, Listen to Rebel Watch, but I'm loving, as you know, Bend the Knee. Best podcast. So good. I wish there was more. I'm going to have to become a Patreon backer very, very soon. Um, I was calling because I was just, I'm re-watching the series again, 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 and um, I'm at at season two, episode ten episode. And I was thinking more about Tyrion and his romance and how in the show ends in betrayal. And then also then to see Rob and his romance also kind of betrays him. And then thinking about that theme going throughout the book. And I was thinking about how sort of the love that um, Ned has for like, being honorable kind of betrays him. And then, like, Rhaegar and Lyanna's, uh, you know, obvious, like, kind of, like, betrayal of the realm, all right, even though their love is, like, kind of pure. Um, and then the way that, like, Robert betrays the love that he's supposed to have with his wife and just how tightly woven all these themes of, like, love and betrayal are, you know, like Ned, who didn't actually betray his wife, has to be- pretend to have betrayed his wife. Um, do you guys see this anywhere that I don't? Is is that is that like part of the end game, at least on the show, of like John and Daenerys? Is that even though their love is pure and their blood is supposed to empower them, and it does in a way, it also is sort of like, um, a betrayal with their blood as well because they're both, um, you know, related. Um, how do you guys uh, 
feel about that? Tee off, love and betrayal. And I'm wondering if it, if it has even more um, in the prehistory, if there's any early Targaryens who were betrayed by love. Because it seems like Aegon had a you know perfectly fully well-functional polygamous relationship going on. I'm like, no gripes there. Except for maybe Visenya, because she got last night, you know? Whatever. Um, love the show, once again. Um, I'm just a, a little old hempenite um, here from uh, Miami. Rocking the BTK podcast, laughing out the Prius. You guys are the best. Wow. Nice. Yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, uh, that is a... Thoughts on the theme? Well, I will say this. When it comes to Daenerys, there is the whole prophecy about being betrayed once, you know, for money and mm -hmm. once for love. Right, yep. And uh, has, is that in the show? What? The being betrayed by those three things. Oh... I don't know. I, I'm more the sometimes you say show and I was blank. I, I know I'm more of a I'm so in the books. It's, it's in the books. Yeah. Right. So yeah. there is the she is still supposed to be betrayed. Yeah. Uh, what is it for money for something and for and for love. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You know, the, the whole betray, betrayal thing. And then if you if you look kind of at Cersei and Jamie, there's a there's another relationship that has been there is a lot of there is a lot of betrayal. In that with with, with Jamie with, and and Cersei, yeah, and yeah. it's and it's ultimately it seems like it's ultimately cost Cersei, and that Jamie's like, nope, I'm done, totally done, yeah, as, as he as he's gonna you know ride towards ride towards Winterfell. So yeah, the, the, with Daenerys, I don't know. There's still there's so like there's so much crammed into in, into the Daenerys John stuff, and as you said, you know, Sir Ezra, they have so much to get through in the show, let alone imagine what the book. Is going to be like because if you have this John Daenerys love stuff mm -hmm. that you have to like cram in there and possibly like a ton of prophecies that are still going on that like backstory on the Night King, the war with Cersei. Right. Yeah, it's a lot. There's a lot. There, the, yeah, there's a lot. So on show on the show side of things, um, the whole Danny treasons bit. I, I don't. I'm not so sure. But in the books, I mean, right. it definitely it definitely does. You know, um, I guess I got the quote put up here, yeah. you know, uh, three fires must you light one for life, one for death and one to love uh, three mounts must you ride uh, one to bed, uh, one to dread and one to love three treasons. Will you know one for blood once for gold and once for love? Yeah, I was saying one for once, whatever. Mm -hmm. it's the same thing. So, yeah, I mean, there's there's that there's there's a lot to unpack there. And people have, you right. know, you can go look up. I mean, there's thousands of different uh, comments and thoughts on, on Reddit and, and, and elsewhere as to who these people could be, Hisdar, you know, Drogo, so on. Right. Um, you know, John, people are making all sorts of cases for Dario and uh, just who are these people, you know, yeah. or, or what are these situations Yeah. Um, in which she'll be betrayed and yeah. stuff. So it, it really, what it does, I mean, once you read something like that, you're really always watching, aren't you? Yeah. For, for, for what's kind of like she is, you know, who's next, what's happening, who could it be? Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's it's, yeah, yeah. So. But but the general theme of love and betrayal. Yeah, I mean it's there, and maybe it will change with John and Daenerys. Maybe that's the thing. Is that it seems like Daenerys was told she wouldn't have kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. And so it seems like it seems like what they're aiming towards, at least in the show, is the idea of Daenerys talking about breaking the wheel. Is that the wheel has always been this kind of betrayal, right? With love. And even you can you can look at Aegon's relationship, and there was there were the rumors of um, Rainey's 
Was that right? Not Rainy's Targaryen. What is uh, the Visenya and Visenya and you mean the original? Yeah, the original. Uh, yeah, it's Rainy's. Rainy's, yeah. Yep. That Rainy's was sleeping around. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah so, sure. so um, there is kind of, a, I guess you could argue, a, a, you know, a betrayal there. Um, mm-hmm. And so, I mean, there's kind of betrayal in a lot of these relationships. As, as mm-hmm. you, look at, right. you could even look at Rhaegar and Lyanna. It, yeah, that it's fine because in the show, you know, they get married, but he did kind of betray. If you swear, you know, till your last day. Mm-hmm. Well, he didn't have his last day with uh, Elia Martell, so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And he crowned her the queen, and he crowned Lyanna the queen of beauty while he was still married to Elia Martell. So yeah, that's kind of lusting or whatever for another woman while you're while you're married. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe this whole John Daenerys thing is gonna break that wheel. It's there is gonna be no betrayal hmm. unless he you know stabs her for. <laughs> yeah, because to kill the Night King. Well, yeah, all the, uh, to become Azor Ahai, Azor Ahai, and all, Azor Ahai and stuff, and all that stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, or, or would it be she would sacrifice herself for right. the for the realm? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. That, that, there is that's one... getting into high fantasy stuff that I'm not so sure Gur is into. I know, you know, and so I mean, it, it could be that we've actually. I mean, it would, it, he brings in elements of it, right? You know, and it's sort of like. Uh, he kind of lulls you into like being right. super suspicious, and then all boom, there's this epic hero moment, uh, and that's good for a few that lasts mm-hmm. for a while, and then we're taking it back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, you get behind Stannis for a while. Yeah. You know, what you I get mean? behind Rob. Yeah, you get behind these different characters, yeah. and then it's like, well, I'm tearing them. Even down. when I was first watching, because you know I started with the show, you know I was like, man, I really like this Ned Stark guy, but I knew like I knew going into it, he died just from the internet and stuff like that, and then you're like, wow, Rob, man. I can get behind this guy and then, you know, Rob dies and it's like, okay, well, you know, and then it kind of shifts. That's where John kind of becomes the the Stark um yeah. guy, so. Yeah, I don't know. Good questions. Absolutely good questions. Yeah, cool. So, all right. Um let's move on to our next um, Yeah, this was uh, sent to us on Instagram here by Phantom V. Hey sirs, quick question. If the Direwolves grew up at Winterfell, who would be the alpha of the pack? Wow, wait a second. So, you know, like, it, had they not have like the whole thing? Up? Yeah, so yeah, they, they don't split up and they all just stay at Winterfell, huh? Oh, wow. I would say it would be, I don't know, they all, I don't know, actually. Wind, right? Well, I don't know. I mean, you would, would it be Grey Wind or Ghost? Ghost kind of seems to do his own thing, though. Yeah, uh, so yeah. gray. So I think it would be probably gray wind. I think it would be gray wind. And but I, you know, at the same time, uh, Nymeria. I was about to say Nymeria. I know. You know, Nymeria. Nymeria seems like she already. She. The only. It's interesting because Nymeria like is the only one we see that actually does associate with other wolves, mm-hmm. right? And does actually kind of lead a pack. Yeah. Yeah. Shaggy Dog theoretically could because Shaggy Dog seems super wild. Right. So Shaggy Dog could kind of maybe get into a fight and knock some of the other ones down just because it's crazy. You know, it's kind of that backed in the corner. It's going to do whatever. So, Right, yeah. I kind of look at Shaggy Dog as like the like the rough. Because the only, the only, the only the dire wolves we see that really associate them with each other is Summer and Shaggy Dog. Mm-hmm. And it, we well, just and yeah. Shaggy Dog is just wild because it's Rick Rickens and but Summer is obviously a little more tame because it's it's with Bran. So mm-hmm. I think it kind of takes on the personality of the you know the you know the the people there so you would also have to look at well what if so if john and in that in that situation then john stays at winterfell mm-hmm. yeah and so then that totally changes a lot of dynamics because i think that the the wolves kind of take on the personality of sure you know of their of their of their person so in that situation you also aria 
wouldn't kind of become her character. So Nymeria probably maybe doesn't go right because right. they they embody you right. know they have this bond with the with their Stark you know um, counterpart. So so in that situation, I may have to go with Ghost only because. You think Grey Wind and Rob, but well, I, when I think of Ghost, like you said, like a, like a lone wolf, he is, yeah. And so that's where I was kind of like, eh, you, just have to, you kind of almost, I mean, this is just right. me, have to kind of default to Grey Wind being, you yeah. know, I don't know though. That's a good. I that's go, what I love this question. It it's, is, it's, it's actually it's it is a great question. So the question though. though is the alpha of the pack is the leader, the top dog of the pack. Yeah, but you know when you think of alpha, like oh, that's so alpha. Then it's kind of like who's the most badass? Well, that sure. I yeah. think would still be Ghost because it would be John's, and we know the members of this John is getting angry all the time mm-hmm. and yeah, all that kind of stuff. And John gets to kind of do what he wants, whereas Rob would have to kind of keep Grey Wind in line. Gotcha. So, yeah, yeah, hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. That's a good one. I like those types of questions. If you guys have more of those, you know, ravens yeah. as to like, uh, just fun because you can kind of speculate uh, yeah. like crazy, right? Uh, okay, what do we got next here? We've got uh, a- Andrew Ninos. Um, I'll read this one. I recently re-listened to your episode of The Night King Invading. Uh, strictly show speaking, I think season eight goes, episode one, a lot of dialogue between the characters, everyone kind of showing up at Winterfell and the Whites storming south to Winterfell. Episode two, Battle of Winterfell. Episode three, Dragon Fight. White Dragon and Rhaegal die. Everyone flees south. Excuse me. Episode three, they use the vial, uh, the veil and the eerie to bait the whites and kill a good amount. Last battle happens in King's Landing slash the Trident or the Isle of Faces. A couple random thoughts. Um, what about Jamie killing the Night King? Joffrey makes fun of Jamie have it for having no, like no achievements in the Kingsguard book. And Jamie answers, there's still time. Uh, left right to write to put his to put his time in the book uh, mm-hmm. and he's also the kingslayer and all um and a podcast episode on maester aemon um and then he yeah. another one here uh, if the, if the night king is um roderick stark or the 13th lord commander whoever um you believe at some point he was human and uh an adult since whites don't age they wouldn't then wouldn't he speak the common tongue hmm. so yeah uh, so a couple a couple things there yeah you know that is definitely an interesting take on what could happen in the show. Um, I did actually read, oh, this could totally not be true, that it was like an HBO executive had said that the episodes are not going to be two hours long. Okay. Yeah, I think more, maybe like... Hour and a half? Hour and a half, like an hour and 15 okay. minutes, something like that. So um, so that's just something mm. that's just, that's just just something to think about. Gotcha. Um, we, do, we do know this. We do know there's at least one point there's going to be an enormous battle somewhere around Winterfell because it was filmed over 55 nights. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I was trying to look up a little bit more on the 13th, um, Lord commander, Lord commander, which, which comes up uh, from time to time. Um, but you know, as, as you know, people made the connections to, is that, is that the night King? We've, we've had these, these talks before. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's, um, let me get back to his original question here. So, uh, yeah. So, um, anyway, uh, I would actually love to do a, at some point we do think we want to do just some podcast episodes, kind of extra episodes or bonus or whatever, just, um, maybe in the maester study of the main show, kind of just like character breakdowns. Um, cause maester Eamon is someone who's super interesting because you have 
talk of him in World of Ice and Fire. You have talk of him in the Duncan Egg series, just kind of he's bookish and things like that. And then obviously stuff in the main series because he's super interesting because theoretically he could be king. Right. And what does he know? There's the tough you 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 were kind of talking about this the other day. The, how does he even know of the Sphinx? Uh, right. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I know. Well, I, that, that's there's the thing. a ton, so there's a ton about Maester Eamon. There's there's a lot. And, and um, Marwin the Mage, I mean, basically knows that Maester Eamon's, a, you know, a boss. Yeah. And they let him waste up on the wall because yep. of his blood and who yeah. he is. So I think we're going to get um, some more about Maester Eamon. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. He's yeah. he's definitely, you know, wise in other ways. I mean, he's he's one of those maesters who knows more than he you know, absolutely. Then, the, then the rest of them believes in some of those prophecies and different things, and is open-minded to that, and hasn't closed himself off and 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 things. Um, so, yeah, the the Roderick Stark uh, connection. I was trying to pull up pull up that. So, um, if you have more information on that, send that to me because I thought that was yeah. interesting. I was looking up Roderick Stark, trying to uh, piece back to which Roderick, you know, and right. you know uh, where that was coming from. So, uh, different um, time periods and and what have you. So. Yeah, anyways, anyways, okay. just uh, good good raven there. So Well, uh, here we go, uh, Sir Ezra. I'll let you read this one. It's from your uh, good friend, yeah. the ghost of Harrenhal. Yeah, the ghost, uh, back at it. So uh, a quote here, By ancient custom, an iron uh, longsword had been laid across the lap of each who had been lord of Winterfell to keep the vengeful spirits in their crypts. Um, the ghost goes on here, The statues of Lyanna and Brandon uh, were added by Lord Eddard, uh, which was a major break in tradition. Before leaving the crypts, Mira takes the sword from the tomb of Lord Rickard Stark. Uh, Brandon Company took the sword of took the swords of Ned Brandon uh, and an old rusty one. Uh, Winterfell is warm to the touch, but when people walk down into those crypts, it's very cold. King Robert and Theon remi- uh, remark on how. Um, on how there is an unchanging chill mm-hmm. in the crypts. Uh, we have vengeful Stark spirits on the loose who are trying to communicate with John. He has multiple dreams of, of uh, walking in the crypts and vaults opening and kings muttering, you are no Stark, but he has to face the darkness anyways. I believe John is having a uh, premonition of facing the great other and he's rightfully frightened. But if Melisandre brings John back, with the Lord of Light, I believe that's the key to facing his unknown threat. La, yeah, there, there, there is a lot that that happens in the crypts. What, just something just pop in your mind there? I see it in your eye. Yeah, you know, uh, some, you we're correct if I'm wrong, Sir Ezra, and okay. I think this may be the first time we've actually done it. I think this, I think we've read, I think we've read, we've done this one. We have. I think so. It's. it's I don't it's, think so. I don't. Remember sounds it. oddly. It sounds oddly familiar, guys. Some, we, we've talked a lot about the crypts. I don't think we've talked. Well, we, we talked. You know what? No, this t- is from two days ago, so we haven't read this one. Oh, we do. Okay, we have it. Maybe you and I just looked at it. Yeah, we just looked, we just at, looked at it. Well, yeah. and also there's that John dream. Yeah, we just we, so okay. The yeah, ghost gotcha. often, I, and I love this I because know. the ghost often takes what we talk about and then okay. kind of elaborates, which we like. We've we've, yeah. we've often said for people to, you know, if we have a topic, kind of expound yeah. upon it, educate us a little bit, um, and our listeners. And uh, so that's yeah. So yeah, yeah absolutely. That's okay. why this is fresher. Okay, you, cool. Okay, cool. I just we were we're gonna do do it again. If we, oh, if we did, absolutely. If we, if we accidentally mess <laughs> up, but when it sometimes sometimes guys we 
every every time before Fallout Friday, we're like, did we do that? Have we done this one yet? Yeah, because we read them throughout the week. Sometimes we get very similar questions. You know, like when we were when we were in that long spell of the great other, we were like, uh, did we? Oh, you know, oh my gosh, did we? So did many we do this? It. Yeah, so, right. So right, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, cool. Um, so uh, J- John's dreams, you yeah. know, of um, of Winterfell. We were just covering how he was at the wall and he was talking about, you know, S- Sam was dreaming. Um, well, actually, John just shared that he was yeah. dreaming about his time in Winterfell. Yeah, right. Yeah, so to that's to Sam. You, yep. Okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's thinking, you know, that he's not a Stark. You know, he's he's fearful to go down there and face these, um, you know, the old kings. You know, mm-hmm. and then the ghost is right that there's this breaking in tradition, in putting, um, you know, brother and sister mm-hmm. down there. You know, because they weren't technically, you know, lords of lords or kings. Yeah of Winterfell. And so why is that? What was so, you know, significant there? Yeah. Um, that's that I mean cuz he doesn't seem like someone who would break a tradition like that. You know, I'm sure there's another spot for, you know, down in the crypts where you could put different people but not to make a statue of. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, their bones can still be taken there into the crypts, but to have a statue and I'm not sure that a sword was well, actually let's see what what does the ghost say there? Uh, was the sword taken from Well, uh, you know, it it's it's also interesting um the chapter that we're doing this week for the show, um, it's where they're also they're kind of the council and they're talking about it. And is it, is it, I think it's Renly shows is it, is it's either Renly or, or Lord Baelish that shows Edard Stark kind of the picture, right. Of, of Marjorie. And mm-hmm. he says that she looks an awful lot like Liana and he says, no, he immediately dismisses it. So Edard Stark, you know, remembers, and he also has the statue built of her. So it is easy for him to go see what Liana looked like. Um, because Robert, you know, says that he, he in the show and maybe in the book, I can't remember right now um, about uh, he can't even remember what she looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it is just kind of interesting that, that the, the comments about her and what she, what she looked like. Right. Right. Yep. And so clearly there is a reason and that she's down there and it seems like maybe Ned goes down and in, in there quite often, mm-hmm. maybe just to reflect or maybe there is another secret reason oh there's something down there. yeah, yeah. so there's 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 something there for sure um here, here's just a bit from that you know uh chapter we were, we were talking about this past week when john's talking to sam about his dream he says i'm walking down this long empty hall uh my voice echoes all around but no one answers so i walk faster opening doors shouting names i don't even, I don't even know who i'm looking for most nights it's my father but mm-hmm. sometimes it's rob instead or my little sister aria or my uncle you know, and it goes on later on in the uh, John has his, his wolf dream um, where there's more information about his search for his father. Um, the uh, next dream that he has is in uh, Clash of Kings, I think. Right. And uh, that's where he and Bran are connecting. Yes. We had someone on Patreon on, on the community tab start to kind of talk about Bran possibly connecting um, with things in the past or, yeah, or being it was really in the future. Yeah. And he, you know, he went back and kind of corrected himself. Um, and, and looking at that because, uh, oh gosh, it was, it was, I think we even brought it up on the show and we were kind of talking about like timeline and, mm-hmm. how, and how did the whole dream work? It was basically like, you know, Bran was connecting, uh, with John through ghost, right. You know, and ghost was smelling the werewood and death and didn't like the smell of it. Right. And that's where I've said to you, summer often doesn't, you know, it's pr- his proximity to right. Bran and what's happening 
and I go go back to you know Catelyn Stark saying mm-hmm. keep these direwolves close. Right. And when they don't like something and they start to move away, it's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. So I. I I have to say that's that's uh, kudos to Order well, of the it, Green Hand in their theory that right. isn't, something isn't bad it is before John gets stabbed that Ghost is like 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 howling freaking out he's like freaking out yeah. and John's oh, yeah. and John's like I gotta go take care of Ghost but he can't because you know he gets stabbed right yeah he's on his way to do something I I, I don't know if it was to but he just hears Ghost he like, hears Ghost out. and right. I, I don't know if he goes to Ghost or but he's he's on he's on his way to do something there and yeah yeah it's uh well you know also um, in this whole this whole crypt thing just thinking about like Brandon Stark. Ned's relationship with Brandon is also interesting um, because just two things that popped into my head. I believe it's Catelyn 2. It's where Catelyn is in bed and her and Ned just, you know, hooked up. And um, Ned kind of gets upset when she brings up Brandon. He's like, yes, it always goes back to Brandon. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, that's really the only kind of interaction we have with Ned talking about his older brother. And so it seems like he, you know, I'm not saying he didn't like him, but it's just like that's the only that's really one of the only times we get Ned talking about him. So it's like, you know, why is Brandon and Liana down in that crypt? Right. Yeah. Well, I think people have have there's been rumors that there's a, a Valyrian steel sword. Right. Yep. Um, that's that's there. There's uh, rumors that. Um. Yeah, that there's that there's some secret in Liana's tomb. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to well. Also, I mean, here's the other thing too: the facade of if Liana, you know, what was the promise? Yeah, I don't know. I was almost said if Liana wasn't dead, but she's dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know why Is she's it the promise me Ned? Is that you know the that's the the prince that was promised? Promise me Ned. Yeah. 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 I, I'm not sure. Um, I don't know. I, I I don't know. That's something to to look more at though, and and kind of think about. I I I even pulled up uh, another Reddit thread here, just talking about his his dreams and what what goes on down there, um, with with John, and he has a lot of different dreams, wolf dreams, and and what have yeah. you. There's some. There's a strange one. Dragon you know, dreams. Yeah, in in a dance of dragons, actually. Mm-hmm. You know, um, where he's kind of um, outside the walls of Winterfell. And um, he's either battling with um, the army of the dead or, you know, he's also um, he's well, he kind of foreshadows his, uh, the, the betrayal that's yeah. going to happen, you know, to himself. You know, he kind of sees that in a, in a wolf dream, which, again, gets me back into, you know, green sight and also green dreams and wolf dreams mm-hmm. and the difference and all that good, you know, jazz. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. So, something for us to kind of take away, maybe discuss more in the group. I tell you what, I. Love the conversations that happen there because this is one that why are they down there, as Sir Matt just said, and then what is going on with John and his dreams? You know? Um, there's there's gotta be more to those dreams. Um, we can we can, we gotta be able to glean something from them. Yeah. You know? He's not afraid of those old kings mm-hmm. down in, in in the I don't think I don't I don't I, I don't feel like he I mean, maybe he is. I, it's not the it's not the statues themselves, it's maybe what they represent or mm-hmm. you know, his calling or, or something. Um, you know, at one point though, he says, in just this past week's chapter, he is not a Stark. Yeah. And doesn't he call that out in his dream or something or, uh, you know, whatnot. And so that's interesting too, you know? Right. Um, and then obviously it's believed he's saying I'm not a Stark because he's a bastard. Like I'm not, I'm not a Stark. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. All right. Well, gr- another great one from Ghost as, as always. Yeah. Um, okay. So this one is from, I'm going to do my best to pronounce this. Yeah. 
uh, Takis Sormas. Wow, you didn't even try hard on that. I'm just, what? I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah, probably butchered that. Um, anyway, let's go here. Do you think in an effort to prepare for the invasion from the Whites at King's Landing, Bran went back in time and entered the Mad King's mind, similar to what he did when he broke Hodor? He could have shown him the future and gave him uh, the idea to plant wildfire within King's Landing, um, for Robert, not for Robert's rebellion, but the future invasion of the Whites. Entering his mind could have broke him similar to what happened to Hodor when he was uh, chanting, burn them all. He was referring to the Whites when Jamie kills him. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I actually think we've talked about this once. We have. It's, it's, it's definitely a big, um, it's definitely a big, a, a, a bigger theory that's, that's brought up quite a bit. Um, but, but I love thinking about it, mm-hmm. you know, because you think of like the Mad King, um, well, and actually, we'll be talking about him uh, this yeah. week as, as we as we dive into the first part of him because he's in, not in so mad, right? He's not mad, and it actually he he goes when he goes mad is when he gets. I mean, he's you know he's definitely kind of a jerk, but he, when he really goes mad is when he gets captured, and then Barris and Selmy mm-hmm. has to goes and rescues him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and yeah. that when he comes back, that's when he's like super paranoid. And th- there's a lot of series of events that happen that really kind of break him. You know, it's it's his wife Rayella having a lot of miscarriages, um, and then he kind of you know is also his relationship with Tywin, um, and when it's really when he gets kidnapped, that's when he stops like cutting his nails and bathing and and all right. you know all that kind of stuff. And it is this kind of down the line thing in the show when we see hodor um it's like this instant quick kind of a thing but even still it's you see the succession right where it's hold the door hold the door hold mm-hmm, the door mm-hmm. hold the door hodor hodor and then it kind of slips into right that as he's kind of having like a seizure is you know yeah ultimately what it looks like so maybe because that was such one big crazy event maybe bran uh you know is going back in time and so he's kind of viewing the mad king multiple times and every time he goes in he causes more damage right mm-hmm. just as kind of how Jojen kind of warns him about every time he goes into ghosts he's like you know you're going into him a little bit much like you cannot you shouldn't you know just because or not into ghost excuse me into mm-hmm. summer because summer because he likes going into summer because he can run and he can eat who says that Jojen Jojen tells Bran yeah yeah oh, about oh. when he when he starts first learning how to war oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, he's going yeah. into summer a bunch and he's like eating and all this stuff and he's, right he's, and he's, yeah. he's warning him about like you know you gotta take it easy right right yeah so maybe it is this thing where Bran is oversteps um and it's not like it's not the way he does it with Hodor but it's this one like huge traumatic experience um it's multiple times like seeing things so yeah 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 i got you yeah that would that would be yeah that's interesting i i don't don't know okay um yeah that's that's definitely a big theory i think there's a lot of validity to it i think that i think that makes some sense yeah or maybe or maybe or maybe it's the mad king is being pushed to the edge because he's just you know as as he goes older and then bran goes in and it just i mean breaks him right yeah yeah, because as you said, there was that turning point with Sir Barristan Selmy. But is there something, you know, more? Is there is there a point where he goes even even you know more right. crazy? You know yeah. what I mean? Well, um, you know, it is it is it is kind of a natural progression. At least this is what the world of ice and fire tells us: is that it, it is a natural progression. But then once he starts 
talking to the pyromancers is when he really i mean that's the next level yeah yeah i mean so he so he has like the traumatic experience where he gets captured and then he starts suspecting everyone yeah um and like they say he like he because he goes to the tourney at harrenhal which he had never gone to anything and it's really i think when he comes back from the tourney at harrenhal is when he starts getting Mm -hmm. a little more like this starts really getting this idea of wildfire yeah 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 i think it's that it's yeah i mean it works both ways, really. I mean, because right. the idea that he would want to leave them nothing, but then also, it's kind of extreme. This is your son you're talking about. You've got your son's children there and mm-hmm. different things, and it's just, it's it's suicidal and weird. Yeah. You know, it's it's mad. It's crazy. Yeah. So. It's, and it does seem weird that for some reason he just finally snaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, all right, uh, we got next here, uh, Caleb Riffle, uh, mm-hmm. Citizen, and this is the one where I thought we might have actually read this oh, okay. before. Uh, but uh, we'll, we'll take a look at it here just real quick. The idea, um, this idea has been floating around my head for a while, and I don't think I've heard anyone talk about it yet, but I could be wrong. Um, yeah, I think we did read this one. But that's a, I, well, I can't remember anymore. I can't. Uh, so <laughs> this is more of a, a show-only idea, but in uh, Season 7 during the episode, The Spoils of War, Jamie charges after Danny, where Braun ultimately saved his life um, You know, by... Um, by, by um, what? I don't. I don't know. Uh, by re- by wrestling into the trident, mm-hmm. um, then in the following episode, Bron and Jamie resurface down uh, the trident far away from the battlefield. Uh, could this have also happened to Rhaegar during the battle of the trident, and he somehow survived and has been hiding this whole time since they never found his body? Uh, maybe hiding as another character like Rhaegar, um, you know, the the Jacken, uh theory, or could he have been saved by children and is hiding in the Isle of Faces? Um, Let's see, you could even throw out one of the biggest tinfoil theories uh, out there and say the children saved him and turned him into the new Night King. Um, I like any theory that will bring him back into the storyline. I know that Gurr uh, said that he was cremated, but I feel like I remember seeing something mm-hmm. that his body was never found. Anyways, it's fun to think about. Thanks. Maybe we didn't read that. I don't, no, I don't think I don't, we did. Yeah. That, one sounds, that one sounds new to me. Yeah. Um, so I thanks, mean, I've, heard the, I've heard some of the theories before, but that, that particular Raven... Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean that is the thing is we don't. It's not really ever talked about his his body and and what happens. No, it's so left it, very vague. We don't even. It, it, there's a lot of theories that he was glamoring at at the battle, right? Right, we talked about the, the rubies. rubies. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the right. whole the whole thing. So, um, yeah, it's it's definitely you know it's it's super interesting. As far as we know, Rhaegar could have been at the Tower of Joy. Right, exactly. With the glamour, he could have glamoured someone else to look like himself. You know, and then and, he could just uh, be himself at the Tower of Joy. Right, you know, because I used to think that we were in the show the whole we were far away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I I made, I think I made a mistake a bit a couple weeks ago where we were talking about how you would steal someone's face or how you, you know, did that person need to be dead for you to take their face? It was actually clear back around the Ned. Yeah. People talking about Ned possibly not being beheaded. Right. Someone else being up in. Yeah. You know, um, but uh, in the situation with um, Melisandre, you know, with Manson and Rattleshirt, like they're both alive. And yeah. their identities are swapped, you mm-hmm. know, uh, at the same time. So could that have happened with Rhaegar and he was never even there? Right. You know, um, because all the training that he does and he becomes this boss, you know, uh, like you had said, you posted this. Well, on, and, in the the group. About, and, the, and the whole thing about this is like if Melisandre is glamoring herself, like who, like clearly that woman's probably dead. Yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah. I mean, because well, Melisandre is glamoring herself the entire time as some younger woman. Or that's her younger self. 
Yeah. So See, because exactly. the glamour is, I think, with the faceless men, they work in different ways. Right. You're not really sure if you're is taking that seems Well, that's what we just read, is that it's a different, it's something totally different. Right. They're, they're different types of, of glamour. So, um, yeah, yeah, exactly. So you're not really stealing somebody else's identity. Because, well, they're, they're similar, but they're different, right? Because Mance and Rattleshirt do swap. You right. know what I mean? Um, so there's that. But Melisandre seems like she's just appearing younger than she mm-hmm. possibly is, if you go by the, what the show uh, has going on there. Um, because otherwise, why? who is she really hiding? Right. She's just hiding that she's ancient. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Type of thing. And the other thing, um, with, with the glamour, it seems like a glamour is you have to... It's almost like you're playing a part, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas, yeah. like the faceless man, like you can't just be, you can't just be playing that part. You like almost have to become that person, right? Like their personality, that stuff. Because it seems like it seems like when Mance is Rattleshirt, like he is, mm-hmm. you you know, it, it, it seems like he's like clearly playing the part of of being Rattleshirt. And when Rattleshirt is 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 you know glamoured as Mance, he's like freaking out, being like, I'm not who you think I am. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, there's there's that there's that to it too. Like with the faceless man, like that's definitely not something that it seems like you would be able to do. I mean, you could, but it's not like part of the whole thing. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I get you. Now, the other interesting thing that was mentioned there was the idea that the body they were talking about um, Braun and and Jamie washing down the trident. Right. If it's a big river and it's and it can actually move, move a body quickly down the river, and maybe he sheds some of his armor or loses some stuff along the way. You know, is he picked up? I mean, the people who who we think die that don't die that are picked up later by the Silent Sisters and different Absolutely. things. You know, it's it's kind of like it's absurd. Could he wash down into uh, an area where like uh, the Isle of Faces or someone you know uh, picks him up and mm-hmm. um, yeah takes him somewhere sacred and stuff? That totally well, could happen, right? And and the whole to me, it's more likely that there was a glamour and he's somewhere else or he is pretending to be someone like Mance Raider. You know, all that. All, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So the, 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 to me, like the Rhaegar as Mance Raider or, or something else theory makes uh, more sense than um, to me. I, then he was just some random guy. I mean, I, I don't know who he would be. Um, so I, I don't know. Oh, what about? I mean, hold on a second. Like if so, if Rhaegar is still alive and he is a character we've seen, who would he be? Right. I. Yeah. The Rhaegar Jacken one doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. You um, mentioned Rhaegar Mance. Rhaegar Mance, I, I the Mance Arthur Dane theory makes a lot more right. sense to right. me yeah. than than the Rhaegar one. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, the so something <clears throat> that's happened. Helen Reed and his family. Who are they hiding? Yeah. What's going on there? Some somebody's being hit. Something is is secret there. Right. Um, and it's it's a yeah. I'm down for the idea source. that he's just alive and being hid somewhere. Yeah. 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 Now I was thinking, who is the person who takes his place if he is glam- if there's a glamour swap? Right. Would it be one of the Kingsguard? Are they all accounted for? Like uh, I was thinking back to the three. Um, there's a there's a, a Martell that we don't know. He just dies, I think, at the Trident. Right. Go, kind of goes with right. him, you know, type of thing. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Because there's three that go to the Trident, three that are at the Tower of Joy, and one. And one. Yeah. Jamie. Jamie's back. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I love thinking about that idea. Once once you throw in the idea that people can be glamoured and they mm-hmm. can be different people, and when you saw that Blood Raven was a simple hedge knight, Maynard, you know, Sir Maynard right. Plum, you're like, wait a second. Mm-hmm. I mean, holy smokes! Who check every moonstone and ruby that that uh, that pops up in this in the series, you know? Um, so yeah. Anyways, so, now uh, 
but before you got that that last raven, yeah. right? Okay, so that last one, we have a, an origin story coming up here. Um, but I I pulled up some stuff that I just want to stimulate some conversation. Is mm-hmm. that okay, Sir Matt? That's fine. I don't believe I uh I don't believe I I read trivia. Did I? Uh, no, I didn't. I missed it. Oh my goodness! Time Ooh. then. Let's do it. It's time because I was we... like, hold on a second. I, I must have skipped over trivia. So uh, all right, trivia. just want to make sure I get it because uh, you know Adam Parker will definitely oh, call be, me yeah. out if I, <laughs> if I don't. So Robbie Newcastle, all these people. Yeah. All right. In the books, who kills Polliver at the inn at the crossroads? Mm. In the books. Yep. Who kills Polliver at the inn at the crossroads? Yeah. Good one. I like this one. Yeah. Yeah, this is, this is a good one. So it made me think. This took me back. I love, you know, where your mind's at sometimes in these stories because yeah. it's like in a place I haven't been in a long yeah. time. You know, it, the in the show, it is my absolute favorite scene yeah. of yeah. all time. You often Period. bring it up for it's my favorite. It, motivation. It's my, it's, my, it's my absolute favorite favorite scene so yeah now so earlier we were talking about some of these dreams that john was having mm-hmm. and i think it's if you get a chance to compile um the dreams that bran has that jojen has that uh john has danny has a lot to do there's i mean i love this about uh Ger's writing there's so many different dreams different interpretations and things so we we've talked about the one where he recently in this past chapter um where he was talking to sam and what happens you know um and what have you. So now later on coming up, you know, we'll have another John chapter where, you know, he, he's, he's dreaming again that he's at Winterfell and um, he's wandering the empty castle searching for his father. And, um, you know, this time the dream had gone further um, than before. In the dark, he heard the scrape of stone on stone. When he turned, he saw the vaults were opening uh, one after the other as the dead kings came stumbling from their cold black graves. John... Um, uh, woken in pitch dark, his heart hammering. Uh, even when ghosts leapt up on the bed to nuzzle his face, he could not shake this deep sense of terror. Okay, so they're dead. The dead rising. There's right. that whole piece, yep. right? Okay. Um, later on, I think it's in uh, uh, um, Clash of Kings, he um, has another, um, he, he dreamed of direwolves. Okay, there were five of them um, when there should have been six. And they were scattered, each part from the other. He felt a deep ache of emptiness, a sense of incomplete, uh, incompleteness. Uh, the forest was vast and cold, and, there were, and they were uh, so small, so lost. His brothers were out there somewhere, and his sister. Um, but he had lost their scent. He sat on his haunches and lifted his head to the darkening sky, and his eyes echoed through the forest, a long, lonely, mournful sound. As it died away, he pricked up his ears, listening for an answer. But the sound... But the only sound was the sigh of blowing snow. <laughs> mm-hmm. John, question mark. Um, the call came from behind him, softer than a whisper, but strong too. Uh, can a shout be silent? He turned his head, searching for his brother, for a glimpse of a lean gray shape moving beneath the trees. But there was nothing, only a werewood. It seemed to sprout from solid rock, its pale roots twisting up uh, out of fissures and, and, and hairline cracks. Uh, the tree was slin- slender compared to other werewoods he had seen. Uh, no more than a sapling. No more than a sapling, okay? Yet it was growing as he watched, its limbs thick- thickening as they reached for the sky. Weary, he circled the smooth white trunk until he came to the face. Red eyes looked at him. Fierce eyes they were. Yet glad to see him. The werewood had his brother's face. Had his brother always had three eyes? Mm-hmm. Not always. 
came the silent shout, not before the crow. He sniffed at the bark, smelled wolf, and tree, and boy. But behind that, there were other scents, the rich brown smell of warm earth and the hard gray smell of stone and something else, something terrible. Death, he knew. He was smelling death. He cringed back, his hair bristling, and bared his fangs. Don't be afraid. I like it in the dark. No one can see you, but you can see them. But first you have to open your eyes. See? Like this. And the tree reached down and touched him. Brand's part. Okay? Um, Brand's part was, was it any wonder he would sooner dream of summer dreams for his wolf dreams? Here in the chill, uh, damp darkness of the, of the tomb, his third eye had finally opened. opened. He could reach summer uh, whenever he wanted, uh, and once he had even touched Ghost and talked to John, though maybe he had only dreamed that. So you had brought this up to me. Mm-hmm. This, is that, this is that whole piece where you know, you get... Those are two different chapters, by the way. Those are two different points mm-hmm. of view. You've got John through Ghost having this dream. Mm-hmm. So what's what's really happening there is Bran actually touching? We've talked about this before. Right. Is he touching, you know, Ghost and and Ghost is shying away? Let's move on just a little bit more so I can get through all this. Um, so later on uh, in, the, in in the same book, I believe, um, he has another dream. Um, well, this one kind of can, Theon's involved here, but uh, I'll, I'll read it. But there were others with faces um, he had never known in life, faces he had only seen in stone. The slim, sad girl who wore a crown of pale blue roses and a white gown uh, spattered with gore could only be Lyanna. Her brother Brandon stood beside her and their father, Lord uh, Rickard, just behind. Along the walls, figures half seen moved through the shadows, pale shades with long rim faces. The sight of them sent fear shivering through Theon, sharp as a knife. So this is actually Theon's dream. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, and then the tall doors opened with a crash and a freezing gale blew uh, down the hall and Rob came walking out, uh, out of the night. Grey Wind stalked behind him, eyes burning, um, and the man and the wolf alike uh, bled from half a hundred savage wounds. Um, we go on here a little bit farther. Um, we've got another, um, this is back to John, right? He having, a, he has a small dream here where he's, um, the burning castles and dead men rising, right? So he dreamed, he mm-hmm. dreamt that he was back in Winterfell, limping past the stone kings and their two and their thrones. Um, their gray granite eyes turned to follow him as he passed and their gray granite fingers tightened up on the hilts of their rusted swords on their laps. You are no Stark. He could hear them mutter in a heavy granite voice. There is no place for you here. Go away. He walked deeper into the darkness. Father, he called. Brand. Rickon. No one answered. A chill wind was blowing on his neck. Uncle, he called. Uncle. Benjen. Father, please. Father, help me. Above, he heard drums. They are feasting in the great hall, but I am not welcome there. I am no Stark. This is not my place. His crutch slipped, and he fell to his knees. The crypts were growing darker. A light has gone out somewhere. Egret, he whispered, forgive me, please. Um, but it was only a direwolf, gray and ghostly, spotted with blood, his golden eyes shining sadly through the dark. Um, so these are just bits and pieces of, of right. more of his, his dreams. He has another one. This is the last one in Dance of Dragons. Um, and I, this, So this is just food for thought again. That night he dreamt of wildlings howling, for, howling from the woods, advancing to the moan of war horns, the uh, rolling of drums, boom, 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 uh, came the sound. Thousands of hearts with a single beat. 
Some had spears, some had bows, some had axes. Others rode on chariots made of bones, drawn by teams of dogs as big as ponies. Giants lumbered amongst them, 40 feet tall. Um, Stand fast, John, you know, called. Throw them back. Um, so it kind of goes on. He's just he's just mounting the troops, right, just a little bit. Um, so, again, that's just more of, I think, I think that's just foreshadowing of, you know, something that's that's coming up, of a fight that he has. And he has, he goes back to dreaming about Egret a little bit, right? Yeah. Um, she's gone as quick as she is, she appears. The world is solved into a red mist. John stabbed and slashed the cut. He hacked down Donald Noy and gutted uh, Deaf Dick follow, uh, Follard. Corrin uh, Halfhand stumbled to his knees, trying in vain to staunch the, the flow of blood from his neck. Uh, I am the Lord of Winterfell, John screamed. It was robbed before, it was robbed before him now. Uh, his hair <laughs> wet with melting snow. Longclaw uh, took off his head. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean... Anyways, I just wanted to kind of read all those because I found those um, just different things that John is experiencing and, and some of his transformation. You know, where are these coming from? Are they just mm-hmm. dreams or is he seeing things, you know, to come? How, how do we piece them together? That type of yeah. thing. So that was sort of just a sampling of uh, and I, you, the one of the best places to go, guys, for stuff like that is Westeros.org. Yep, absolutely. Um, you can go there to the forums which I think are way better than some of the stuff that happens on Reddit. Um, and you also have the, the Citadel on yep. there as well, which mm-hmm. is just, you know, full of good, good mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, man, there's some, some cool stuff to unpack there with the different, the different dreams know. and yeah. 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 Absolutely. And they, the, the most interesting one that people focus on is, um, um, Danny's and the, yeah. And brand brand yeah. speaking to him and the, and the, 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 the right. where you know? Yeah. And I think it, that one has confused me for a long time too, as to when did that happen? Yeah. You know, is this something that happened? Is that brand coming back from the past, or is that happening at the same time? Where are they at? Uh, type of thing. So you gotta gotta kind of go and look and see where those point of views are at, and, mm-hmm. and see how that unfolds. So, yeah. yeah, if you guys get a chance to track down Danny's dreams, brand, and so on, you're doing yourself a favor. Yes, right there, right there. If you go track those down and really look at all their dreams in sequence, it's a pretty neat, pretty neat thing to mm-hmm. do. Uh, all right, here. Well, we have a uh, origin story here. We have we have a couple origin stories. Uh, I'm gonna save uh, Lady Jade sent us one. I'm gonna save that for the Sunday. Uh, oh yeah, main, yeah, main show. Um, so okay, here we go. Actually, I've, uh, have, having read this one, I do have a remind me to tell a quick little story. Uh, okay, Sir Ezra. Yeah, uh, about this that involves you and me, and about an event that took place about ten years ago. Okay, and it, 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 it involves someone that's referenced in here. So, okay, greetings, Sir Matt and Sir Ezra. I am sending this raven from the Kingdom of Arizona. Um, I hope it makes it to you and uh, doesn't die of heat exhaustion along the way. I am also a listener who su- suggested the Wheel of Time podcast, which I hope you are still enjoying. Yes. And hopefully a collaboration with that podcast is in the works. Yes. Uh, my story starts out, as uh, you mentioned in today's episode at Art 5, so this is a little bit ago, about people not being interested in the show due to its popularity. I didn't have any close friends who watched the show, but seeing everyone brag about it on social media kind of turned me away from it. I remember I was watching an Arizona Cardinals football game and the star wide receiver Larry Fitzgerald, this is who the stories Mm -hmm. will be about, uh, was asked what he was going to do when he got home from the game. He responded, I'll be watching Game of Thrones again. My interest grew a little after that. I tried doing a little research and kept coming across articles about Song of Ice and Fire, not knowing it was what the show was based off of. I thought the internet was trying to trick me. Fast forward to the short Arizona winter of 2016 while at a Christmas <laughs> dinner. Uh, my sister-in-law who watches the show was talking to me about Jon Snow's parentage. She believes R plus L equals J, but me not knowing much about the show just sat and listened. My interest grew again. 
Jump ahead to the summer of 2017. Season 7 had just premiered, and everyone on social media was talking about how great the first episode was. My lady wife and I both at the same time said to each other, we should watch Game of Thrones. Yep. So we somehow ended up at a friend's, um, with a friend's direct TV login, uh, and ended up watching the whole series um, up until the ending of Season 7. Mm-hmm. I then bought the books and started reading them. But uh, due to a position switch at work, I just didn't have time to read anymore. I was halfway through A Clash of Kings. Mm-hmm. Around June of this year, I was searching for a Game of Thrones podcast on Spotify. I came across your podcast, and I think it was still called Second Breakfast. I listened to the first episode and heard the quality, not only of the content, but the quality of the sound and organization of the podcast itself. So huge props to you, sirs, for bringing great quality to the podcast world. Well, Thank you. Anytime yeah. people comment on the editing and stuff like that, I really appreciate it because, uh, I mean, I'll just say it. Yeah. I sometimes listen to, to other podcasts. And I don't really listen to them, but I just go and I listen. And I'm just like, man, this is all over the place. Yeah. yeah. We would not be able to do it if it weren't, if we didn't put the time into the docs and stuff like that. And thank you guys oh, yeah, yeah. for sending, like, you guys do a lot the of content research. with the Ravens. Absolutely. Research. So, oh, yeah. Absolutely. So uh, one of my favorite characters in the Game of Thrones, in Game of Thrones is Gendry. I love yeah. how the show portrays his friendship with Arya. I really think they will somehow end up together again. Since my last name is Black, I would prefer to be a blacksmith. As that is my hobby in real life, I would eventually like to learn. An interesting note about Gendry is he makes a helmet in the shape of a bull's head. My favorite character from Wheel of Time is Perrin uh, Abara. Abara, who is also <laughs> a blacksmith. And that series, Perrin, is called by the wolves Young Bull due to him being a wolf brother. Coincidence? Probably. The wheel weaves <laughs> and the knee bends. Oh Thank you for making a great podcast. Sir Tyler the Blacksmith and Wolf Brother of House Black. Wow. wow. Thank you. All right. Let me let me just tell this story real quick. Yeah, just because sure. I've just been thinking about it as because – Last time I went to Portland, um, my favorite NFL team is the Pittsburgh Steelers. So I'm sure this guy is immediately like, I hate Sir Matt. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Because the one and only Super Bowl that the Arizona Cardinals went to, they it was, in my opinion, it's probably the one of the best Super Bowls ever, with maybe the exception of this last one. This last one was really good. Um, but in that game, I remember getting a call. Uh, there's in the fourth quarter, and uh, – you know, the Steelers had been up. There was that awesome James Harrison interception for a touchdown. Yes, mm-hmm. it was a touchdown. And uh, the Cardinals just had this big play. Larry Fitzgerald, to quote Sir Ezra, just ran. He called and left me a mess, and he's like, Larry Fitzgerald just ran all the way down the field, and like this game is over. And then he's like, he and one of our other buddies are kind of bragging, and then he yeah. starts looking at the clock, and he's like, I don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> ben has time. some time. Ben has some time. This is bad. This is bad. Why did I do that? He's like, like, I don't know why I just did that. And what proceeded to happen was Big Ben Roethlisberger just drove all the way down the field and got the most insane pass to the corner pocket to Santonio Holmes from the Ohio State University. Yeah. And, you know, the rest is history. And I just, I actually saved that message for, like, years in my my voicemail because it was just so funny to be over. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, it's over. I mean, we called. To hound you like crazy, we're like, this is over in your face. And then I hung up the phone and I like looked and I was like, oh crap! Yeah. <laughs> like they scored too fast, you know? Yeah, like, oh, they, my they, they scored too. Fast, but no, that's so. funny. That connection with uh, with, with the Cardinals for sure. That that definitely caught my attention too. You know, the other thing. I mean, uh, Tyler, Sir, Sir Tyler, excuse me. Um, this uh, I never even thought about the Perrin Abara uh, connection. You know, with him being a Wolf brother. You know, and so on, and, and the young bull. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. just a great connection there. And so, uh, I, I tell you what, if, if you like, um, 
a Game of Thrones, I really do believe that you'll like a Wheel of Time. Yeah, you know. I so, mean, as far as I as far as I can, as when I think of it, when I think of the three biggest fantasy, you know, it's yeah. Lord, Lord of the Rings, yeah. Wheel of Time, and, yeah. and, Game, and Song of Ice and Fire. Yeah, yeah, they, they they really are. I mean, they're they've right at least right now where we're at. Yeah, they're they're huge. So right. Um, anywho, that's awesome, man. That's a cool origin story, you know. And yeah, like we've said before, people just when you when you get into it you know um it's it's crazy it's just it's been such a huge phenomenon like every you know uh sunday night people are watching and then monday mike and mike are talking about it on their you mm-hmm. know morning show and things it's like everyone was talking about what happened last night in game of thrones and that's yeah. that's cool it's just it's so cool how it how it affected you know how it, how it shaped things and yeah. stuff and it just brings us together we, we're all talking about it around the you know, water fountain at work or what mm-hmm. have you, the cooler. And, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's just awesome. So, hey, and, you know, Sir Tyler, man, if you get a chance, jump back in. I mean, I'm sure he's listening. And so we do like the, um, we, we kind of go through, I think when we go through the book and sometimes we do summarize a bit right. or we read from it, just because if you don't have time to go do all of that, you know, we condense it and, Absolutely. you know, you get a taste of, of the book and things and you can kind of like, uh, it just helps. It helps to, right. p- to build that world in, in, in your mind. And, and if you're rereading it, um, as, as we are, then it's there's so many layers Absolutely. to go through. So Absolutely. Well, and, and, and sometimes, we I'll say, sometimes I'll say, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like sometimes when I'm reading, just the way some of the chapters are, it's like, like and Daenerys, like every time we hit it, sometimes just when I'm reading through the books and I'm, I'm listening through it, you get to that Daenerys chapter and it's always, they're usually really long because yeah. she's completely on the other side of the world and, and like you have to explain so much. And so sometimes I'm just like, when I'm listening, I'm just like, I just skip it yeah. until I, until I want to specifically listen to Daenerys. And so, right. I mean, that happens with other characters too and stuff like that. But so, yeah. you know, I mean, so well, maybe, it, maybe when you're reading through the books, you're like, I want to skip this chapter. Well, you know, we break it down. Yeah. So if you don't want to read it. Gotcha. Then, yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So, um, wow, guys. Okay. I think um, we're, pushing we're, a, we're pushing a pretty long podcast here. No, we're good. We're just an hour and a half. Solid. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. We're closer yeah. to two. So. No, okay. we're good. So, I mean, uh, thanks for, we had a lot of Ravens this week and uh, we look forward to more next week. You can send those to um, btkcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, you and you can send us a lot this week because I think, uh, behind the scenes stuff here i think we're just uh cause as i'm moving i think typically sometimes oh sometimes yeah some, sometimes uh you know sir Ezra have and i have some scheduling issues we kind of record some episodes early and so i know we uh yeah we are we th- have to do next week's a little bit early yeah we, we're gonna do we're gonna record the sunday show which is always fine and yeah. uh follow up friday i think a little early so yeah and what we're gonna do um shout out to lord adam parker yeah um because we are basically this whole that, that <sighs> not not, the, not specifically, but yeah, the the majority of it though we've put off a couple big. We, he I has mean, he has two enormous ravens, couple big the, essays, and yeah. so mark us down. We are doing those next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna hit them up and and uh, and dive into them. So um, they take a little there. That's more it's more Sir Matt's forte in the history connections, yeah. uh, uh, which will be kind of fun for us. And then um, so, but don't be afraid to send us those those ravens. It just depends on how quickly we get through stuff, and they're always there mm-hmm. uh, for us to refer to in the main show or on follow up Friday. Absolutely, yeah. And you and, so. and feel and, and as, as again, feel free to send, if it's if it's a question that's already been asked or you have a different perspective on it and you want to talk about it, it can be even something as small. Sometimes we get sometimes we get these ravens that are we, we talked about this last week that are like just one question like, hey, what are your thoughts on this? Trust me, we got them. Yeah, and yeah. And, and and we and we'll go. So uh, feel free feel free to shoot us. Any raven you want. Yeah, anything. You know, uh, another thing, too, um, I wanted to toss this out. Like, the, the Facebook group, um, it's just awesome, guys. Oh, my god, So gosh, much good stuff, so awesome. good conversation in there. Um, somebody posted the uh, the chart. 
Yeah, yeah, you know? and, yeah. Yeah, Loretta Parker said that to me. Yeah, it was hilarious. Yeah. It, it's just, and it's, it's sometimes you guys got to understand too, you know, we, we just, uh, there's a little humor and comedy in, in what we do, and so right. we're never too serious about anything. So um, it just, it's just for fun. Absolutely. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, don't think if we post something that's a little bit rude on there. I mean, you you are reading, um, you know, <laughs> you're reading Song of Ice and Fire. Yeah. So it's <laughs> there's some rude humor and there's some fun uh, times in there and things. That's uh, so so yeah. Anyways, there's that. Um, also, when you send your ravens in uh, to btkcast at gmail.com, you know, if you have something specifically from the book and you want to point that out, and if you want to note even like um, if you've been reading ahead and you're sort of like yeah. s- like Sir Matt taking notes, um, jot us down that chapter. Absolutely. Because we love to just dive into the whole chapter and pull, you know, look at the context of where yep. that kind of came from. Mm-hmm. Even on your Reddit, uh, you know, theories and things that come up, it's it's nice because they have those references there. And you can just go. I have, I, I have all the... Uh, like right next to me, normally at every show, I've got like a stack of books, and I just pull it up and I, I try yep. to leaf through it and uh, and get after it. So, yeah. All right, guys. All right, guys. Uh, that is follow up Friday for this week. We want to thank you, you know, as always, for playing the Game of Thrones with us. And in the words of House Stokeworth, proud to be faithful.